Top Agents Playbook is for you, the modern real estate professional looking for new and proven ways to grow your brand and dominate your market. I'm Ray Wood, and each week we take a behind-the-scenes look at the very best marketing tactics and strategies required to get you and your message in front of a lot more sellers. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now, let's get started. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I'm Ray Wood, and today I'm with McGrath Broker Founder at Noosa Heads, Trent Poole. Pooley, how are you going, mate? Good, Ray. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. We hadn't caught up for a while. I've had fantastic response. Uh, every time you get on the microphone on, on the show, I get uh, some terrific emails and great response. So, again, thank you for that. Thank you for helping me with my listenership. Everybody's always uh, eager to, uh, to, to find out what you're up to, I guess. You've been through a pretty amazing year and an even more interesting pandemic you've you've run two businesses you've bought one you've you've sold one uh, and now you've got into this new market um, here in in Noosa heads in, in Queensland uh, in Australia which is super competitive what's uh, before we get into the weeds what's your market like at the moment what's going on how's how's buyer confidence etc yeah, thanks, mate. Um, I'm always happy to uh, give some time and share what we're sort of learning along the way. I'm not Thank sure you. that I know more than anybody else, but more than happy to offer what we're finding and any tips that we pick up along the way. So, um, yeah, my pleasure to be here. Um, you're, uh, you, you, well, you're there in the weeds and, and, you, and you're doing it and, uh, like, you, you're getting up every day and, and making it happen. And uh, you do inspire uh, a lot of agents with your can-do attitude and uh, and that sort of thing. I originally got you on the show, and I want to get into that, but I wanted to talk. There's a lot of doom and gloom around at the moment. Um, our market's taken a bit of a hit. I mean, goodness, it was never going to maintain at 20% growth or whatever it was doing. I think we had 30% one year here in Toronto during the boom. It was, it was crazy. So it's probably a return to more normal times. Um, how do you read the situation at the moment with what's going on in your local market? Uh, very similar to what you've described. Probably we experienced more growth than that. Um, yep. Certainly one of the suburbs that I focus on personally being Sunrise Beach here in Noosa, um, it experienced a 50% growth in a sort of 18-month period. So that's um, that is a, that's an aggressive, it's an aggressive growth and now that that's sort of correcting itself. But... Um, it's still very, very strong. I mean, a yep. 50% increase off the back of, let's say, you know, maybe 10 to 15% um, a levelling out or correction, whatever terms you like to use, yep. that's still a very strong market. I think it's important that we remember that and we convey that to both buyers and sellers. Um, and I guess, as you, I think you just mentioned, I would call it we're now in probably a more normal real estate market. Yeah, yeah. Have you found that days on market have blown out a little bit? They have, um, they have blown out. Um, we've also seen some results even off the back of, you know, on the downward side of the hill from this market where we've got exceptional results with two and three offers on a property and sold in 12 and 13 days above sort of owner's expectations. So if the pricing is correct, there's still buyers in the market. And I think that's exciting. It's, uh, it's just a matter of we actually have to work to get a listing and we have to work to get a sale together now. So those that are, you know, I guess, career real estate agents and focus on training and getting better daily, um, we're in a normal market where there's some fantastic results that still, still can be got. Uh, but the last 24 months was, you know, it was like Disneyland for real estate agents, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, listings falling out of trees, as they say. It was, uh, it was Nirvana, wasn't it, for agents? And yeah. 
I mean, you and I have been in tough markets. We know what it's like to uh, to um, to have your supply of stock, you know, shrink by fifty percent, and listings get a lot thinner on the ground, and and buyers sitting back with their arms folded, saying, "I'm waiting for the bottom of the market." What are some of the strategies that you're employing, Trent? To I guess let's start with your sellers. Um, Obviously, you're motivated sellers, but uh, you know there's no point or no need for a property to be months on the market, especially uh, you're living in in one of Australia's uh, more prestige and popular postcodes, or you're living and working there. Um, what are some of your strategies that you're using to help your sellers understand that uh, they need to meet the market? I think I think it's important to convey to anybody that's coming to the market that the market is actually still quite strong right. relative to. Uh, maybe where we were before the pandemic hit. So, yep. for instance, we were just mentioning around a, a 50% increase in values in, a, in an 18-month period, which, without being exact, that's still somewhere between 30 and 35% up on what we were 24 months ago. So that's yep. actually quite strong in yep. what we would call a normal real estate market. So that's important. But I also think it comes down to some experience in the way that we're delivering that information, giving owners confidence that, if the right strategies are engaged, the right marketing is used, that some good results can move forward uh, or come forward, I should say. But also there's a lot that are buying back in in the same market. So, again, conveying that it's, you know, it's all relative and it's important that people uh, educate themselves and they understand that as agents so you can deliver the absolute best advice throughout that campaign. After all, um, I think in a market where everybody's hearing the negatives at the moment. They are looking for somebody that's got confidence in the market, confidence in their own strategies and their abilities to lead them through to that good result. So it's important that we're very, very clear on how we're going to do that. It's interesting you say that, I think, because, um, you know, sellers at a listing presentation have a sixth sense and they do pick up on confidence. uh, And we're in this, we are in this, you know, in this different market that a lot of agents haven't experienced. And, you know, are not really sure what to do in in these times. So, you know, having that market knowledge and and that confidence when you are kind of face to face with a seller is is pretty important. Have you had to give your because you you kind of operate a team within your team, um, le- leading as well as leading the uh, the office. But um, have you had to bring out some special or, or give your people some special skills to to make those adjustments? Yeah, very much so uh, on a daily basis in, in both offices, I guess. Um, but here in, here in Noosa, uh, very much so. We've got a, a mixture of guys in my direct team. There's, there's three of them and myself, so four of us all together. We've got um, Ben, uh, who's a paramedic, going to be a fantastic agent, but he's only four months into his career, five months into his career. Uh, we've got Georgia, who is four or five years into her career, uh, and has never seen a market like this. And we've got Sophie, who's only 18. She's been on reception for 12 months. She's going to be amazing as well, but very green into real estate in general and then to come into a market that's shifting. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's very much a focus on the training and dialogue that we're using for those guys to, to come out and be able to sort of experience it as they go but still be able to offer the best advice that they can. But we're, we're doing it on a daily basis for me as well. It's not yep. I'm not better than anybody else. It's a matter that you've got to be training this stuff and focused on it and thinking about it all the time so yep. that we can deliver the absolute best results to our, to our sellers. Well, let's hope Ben, the paramedic, can um, breathe some life into uh, into his numbers. Did you see what I did there? 
I did, mate. And uh, funnily enough, bit of yeah, adrenaline. He he's got it. He's uh, he's got a couple of listings and sales under his belt already, so he, he's going well. Good, good, good stuff. Pooley, talk to me about marketing. Um, I know you're a marketing nut. Uh, you're always thinking about uh, you know how to how to leverage um, your marketing investments and, and and where to get the best bang for your buck. What's going on with your marketing at the moment? Um, I guess much the same, but trying to ramp it up, mate, was sort of, I think everybody's looking for the secret sauce. I've been looking for it for my 20 years of real estate and um, I figured out that there isn't secret sauce. You've just got to be involved and committed to everything and do everything that you do well. But when I say everything, I don't mean everything that comes across your desk. You've got to, I believe you've got to pick four, five, six things and yep. do them exceptionally well that work best for you. So we're quite big on our social media, as you know. We're quite yep. big on the funnels, as you know, that we work closely with you. The lead gen stuff, um, I think the lead gen stuff has very much got its place uh, and it needs to be there. But I also think in this changing market, it's very important that we get back to uh, as much face-to-face, over-the-phone type contact as we can as well. So anything that's getting us in the door or bringing the client into us is super important for us at this point in time because yeah. I don't think people are just sort of ringing and saying, hey, I want to sell my house, and then all of a sudden it's sold three days later for 300000 more than they were hoping for. We've actually got to work closely with clients, so we need to build those relationships, I guess. So um, it's back to normal real estate. Yeah, yeah it is, isn't it? And and And... Trent, maybe if there is a secret source, maybe it is it is working your funnel and bringing bringing your your contacts um, onto your CRM, and and employing the different sources that we've got at our disposal nowadays. And we live in this uh, amazing amazing digital economy where we do have these tools and resources to reach out and connect with people. So so maybe that is the the secret source. I mean, I don't know too many agents with lots of contacts that are really uh, struggling in this market because they've already got these relationships uh, and and when that person comes to sell, when they think about selling, they're reaching out and talking to that agent and they're asking the leading questions, you know, is now a good time? What's my property worth? What's the market like? And... Um, you know, I just finished an interview with a with a, an agent here in Toronto, but he was he was telling me, and it's and it's a valid point. You know, the consumers, the real estate consumer is pretty well educated at the moment. They can they can find values, they can see recent sales, they know what's going on. They just need to jump online and they can see see what's happening from there. So um, that's just my two cents. I think you know, I'd be encouraging. I don't know your thoughts on this, but I'd be encouraging everybody to bring as many people into you. If they've got a pulse, they need to be in my CRM and, and I need to start that discussion because, you know, you never know where that where that referral is going to come from, do you? I couldn't agree more, mate. It's uh, You need as many contacts in there. The other thing that I, I see um, sort of just following the industry and lots of different people and over the years you meet a lot of agents and, and we all stay in contact over time and compare notes and things like that. And one of the common things that we see is that people get enthusiastic for three months to uh, go and generate leads however they might do it. Ray Wood gave me this great idea, I'm going to run this lead gen situation and it works but then there's no follow-up. So yep. you've got them in there, you've spoke to them once and then it's gone cold. Like yep. sometimes you've got to speak to them for 10 years before anything happens, but that's what we're here to do. And I think that it's it's the long game that you need to be focused on and the things that happen is a quick turnaround. You've got to look at that as a bit of a bonus. Um, yep. But it's about building relationships, getting those people in and then continually talking to them um, because they will become your 
clients for life. They yeah. they always do. They respect that follow up. So it's important yeah. that they're, I guess, serviced if you like, giving them useful information, educating them on the market. Yep. Um, one of the things that some of the interesting feedback I get about following our calls is that you have, um, you do run these two teams. You you're in a rather unique situation, and you've got teams that are. You've got two amazing businesses that are a couple of thousand kilometres apart. Um, what are you doing to inspire your people? How are you? Um, and I'm not saying this is the easiest question you're ever going to get, and it might make you do a bit of reaching. But how do you inspire your people? How do you keep them? How do you keep them up? Um, I've always been. Uh, I guess lead by example has been my my main thing yep. that I need to keep myself motivated. I'm very much a do as I do, not as I say. Yep. Um, and I think it's, everybody's got their own style and what works, but that's what worked for me when I first started out following leaders who, I guess, led by example with what they were saying and what they were doing and the calls they were making and dialogue and all those types of things. Yep. So that's that's very much um, that's very much my style, I guess, is that, hey, guys, this is what I think we should do in this. Follow me. Let, let's do it. So I'm, I, I like to take the action and, and sort of lead that. That's not as easy when you've got an office 2,000 kilometres away, but still very, in, very involved with the guys and knowing what's going on day to day. But I'm very fortunate in that office that, the, the guys that are running that for me um, have worked with me for quite a while and they they have sort of, I guess, grown into similar roles, if that makes sense. So yeah. um, it's it's a it's a constant struggle to keep everybody up, especially this time of year, mate. Everybody's sort of looking to get into Christmas and wind down. But um, communication also, I think, is just yeah. – I, I find just a, a, just a phone call with them um, if something wasn't going quite right or something was going well even more so, a pat on the back or a maybe try this next time or try this, this might help you get this happening. So I think probably – Lead by example, but also lots of communication both ways. I've been on the phone to a couple of guys this morning, two or three times, you know, over yep. particular things. You know, always been available. Which you know, it, it's time consuming and the sacrifices you make. I've got two young kids that are doing sport and doing all sorts of things, and sometimes I can make it, and sometimes I can't. Um, but you know, this is this is the path we chose, and we do the best that we can. Yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time. Let me just leave you with. With one question, if uh, if I'm an agent listening to this, I might have come into real real estate in the last five or so years. I'm I'm not really familiar with this with this market. I'm probably struggling to get listings and and to make those contacts, and I'm not sure which kind of prospecting I, I should be doing. If I took Trent Poole out for a, for a cup of coffee and shared my woes, what would he what would he say to me? If we started from scratch, mate, the first thing I'd say is um, you either need to be out knocking on some doors and face-to-face. If you don't like that, I don't force that on my guys. I think some people like it. And if, you're not, if you don't like it, you're not really good at it. You can nearly ruin an opportunity if, you, if you're doing it. But certainly the phones and the prospecting, back to you know the basics, that coupled with the lead gen things, I'd reach out to somebody like yourself, Ray. You and I have worked together closely over the years and got some amazing sort of lead gen things, which I think nowadays versus when I first started 20 years ago, that can always happen in the background. But you, I don't think you can use that as your number one. You can't be solely reliant on that. I think in this changing market, uh, people are now looking for 
actual human face-to-face contact again with a real estate agent when they're ready to sell and you just need to be there. So the only way you can be there when they're ready is making that contact and nurturing that relationship through. So it really is a matter of your day if you're in that situation at the moment. Um, and I think we probably all are, regardless of how long we've been in the industry, yep. is that the day needs to be focused on at least half of it is around prospecting, generating yep. new contacts, Um One thing that I say to my guys just on that um, is with the prospecting calls and things, I think it's all about your mindset where you're going in to make those calls as well. And if your boss tells you that you need to make 30 phone calls just because you need to make 30 phone calls, they're not going to be the most productive 30 phone calls that's made. So go into it with the attitude that if you can get somebody that's happy for you to call them again in a month or send you an email or be on your database that's a win. If you get an appraisal out of that that particular day, that's a massive win. Yeah. And if you get an appraisal that turns into a listing in the you know phone call today and you've listed it Friday, it, that's an amazing win. Because if yeah. you go into it thinking that I'm doing this simply to get a listing today, it's probably not going to happen. No. It's interesting we touched on confidence before, uh, but people can hear the confidence in your voice, not not foot in the door confidence, but just like I'm a professional, I have this knowledge, and you know, I'm this is I'm doing you a courtesy by sharing you sharing with you what I know. Absolutely, I say that to my guys before we before we go into a listing presentation. For instance, um, we will do some research, and we obviously put together our proposals and presentations and things like that. Yep. But I also say to them that we can't preempt this person's personality if we haven't met them and which way this this particular conversation is going to go. Yep. And it probably sounds arrogant. I don't mean it to be, but after 20 years of doing it and, and being a student of learning how to do it as best as I can, I'm very confident in every one of those situations that I can answer any questions that come with me and I also can offer the absolute best advice to those clients. Now, I don't get every listing that I go to yep. and, and that could be personality or I might have missed something or whatever it is. Yep. I'm very confident every time that I go into one now and I think that's a big focus for anybody that's new into the industry and we've, we've got a big focus on it here in the role play your listing presentations. But also outside of that, Educate yourself on the market. Have a little bit of an idea around. I mean, if you're a real estate agent and you don't know what the current interest rate is or, you know, things like you just need to know that sort of information. That's information that, you know, we're professionals. We need to be able to convey that sort of stuff. Of course, Um, yeah. And you need to spend some time educating yourself, yes, on the dialogue and the scripts and those things. But just the general knowledge around property is something. And I see it often where... There's real estate agents, nothing against them, that haven't ever sold a house before, which is fine, but you need to educate yourself at least on the process of it so that you can lead somebody through it. You can't just have the title of real estate agent and sit in somebody's lounge room and expect them to pay you $35,000 to sell sell their house. It's not going to happen. No, no. Good advice. Um, And a little bird told me that there could be an extra space on your team for the right person. If you are on the sunny coast and um, you'd like the opportunity to work with Trent and the team, uh, an amazing and dynamic team, and I know these guys personally, uh, reach out to Trent, trentpool at mcgrath.com.au, and you can have a chat with Trent. Trent uh, is uh, founder broker uh, or broker owner, I should say, at McGrath, Noosa Junction, Noosa Heads, uh, Queensland, Australia, 4567. Mate, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, it's always a blast. On behalf of everybody listening, and I, 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 again, I get this great feedback. I just want to say a big thank you. Uh, I know you're a busy guy. Thank you so much for your time. 
my pleasure, mate. I, I love doing it and love having a chat with you. And um, hopefully if anybody can pick up one little tip out of it that makes their day better, their week better or their month, career, um, I think it's well worthwhile for all of us. Awesome, mate. And best wishes to uh, the Pool family for Christmas. I hope you have a, I hope you have a relaxing and uh, joyful time. Thank you, mate. Same to you guys over in Toronto. And sorry we, we missed you when you were over in Oz. Schedules didn't match up, but uh, you never know. We might see you over there for a Christmas one day. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. It might be sooner rather than later. I look forward to catching up. Awesome, mate. Thanks, Pooley. Cheers, Ray.